little setup, huh? A spooky setup. I was trying to come up with a fun thing. Well, the music's different underneath, underscoring this. Spooky oh. music. Oh, I was like, it yeah. is? Yeah, we don't hear it, but you guys hear you it. You guys can hear it. Spooky um, music. We also have a little piglet. A live pig. Just AKA my dog, Hank. I'll insert a little picture here. Uh, he is a little piggy. And he's, so you'll oh, be, he's playing with his Halloween bat. You'll be hearing some. He's a puppy. And <laughs> he has a lot to say. Well, I think, so, how do we start this? What do you mean? Like, do we pick up from where we left off last time? Oh, I thought we were just gonna redo the whole, the whole thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what we... Well, that toy's gonna have to go. Excuse me, I'll let Emily explain to you why we missed our previous chit chats. Okay, cool. Welcome back. We're sorry we've been away for a month. We missed you guys too. Staff had COVID, so A, we couldn't meet because it wasn't safe. Uh, and now we're finally back together because, yeah, she's negative. So we're just catching up on old business. Today, just so that everything's above board, we already filmed the first part of this episode, but my phone went, nah, yeah, half. Yeah. Uh, and we just decided we're going to film the whole thing again. And it's October. And it's October. So we have our little spooky setup, which is very exciting. We, we love Halloween. Our, our cute little beverages, our goblets. So I think we should just Cheers. get right into it. Cheers. Cheers. Spooky season. Our favorite season. So last week's episode, or the episode that we had started to film, and then my phone mm -hmm. said, uh uh. I don't think so. Uh, was about taking care of our parents as they age. This is something that Stephanie and I are now dealing with uh, as 31 year old women. And I'm sure other people out there are dealing with it as well. Yeah. And it's not always easy because, of course, your parents are the ones that take care of you when you are young. And then the tables are turned, and as they grow older, you're the ones taking care of them. And with that comes a lot of new boundaries and ideas and relationship rules and so many things. So we wanted to talk about it here. So I guess I will let you start off. Sure. And and I'll kind of kick in every yeah. now and again. I'm going to do opening. Oh, right. <laughs> opening. Yes. You're going to do it or I am? I'm going to do Great. it. Great. Welcome to Chit Chats, a mostly unedited space where we break the cycle of what it means to be a woman together. We are your hosts. My name is Stephanie. I'm Emily. Hello to all of our new followers. Oh my gosh, yeah, so many of How you. How very exciting this is. And in the month of October, so we have our new setup, which is really fun. Um, welcome. We're so excited to have you here and hopefully you like what we have to offer. And big shout out to Stephanie. If you guys have not listened to her episode at all, please go check her out. A lot of you are there because of her. Yeah, so we'll put all, here of her, because of her. all of her information uh, below, above, on the screen, wherever we find it. Cheers to Stephanie. Cheers to Stephanie. We love her. Yeah, shout Our out. Our new friend. Mm -hmm. Delish. Yes. Uh, cherry Coke in here? Yeah. Very and that good. is my dog. He's just going to be making his appearance throughout this. Yeah. It's all I'm good. actually, what I'm going to do is I am gonna let Emily kick it off. Okay. 
I'm gonna grab him so that he's with us because he has a lot to say. Being my child, apparently, and apparently how he has to he take wants to take of care me. of you. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, and by I taking like care of me uh, means biting my ankles. So yeah, Emily. Okay, go for it. Baby. So for me and how I think I want to start off this conversation is like as so my dad lives about five minutes away, right down the street from my husband and I, and that creates hardships in its own way because location wise it is so close so any problem or if he's not answering his phone I immediately have to go over being the only child that is close by Hank Hank agrees yeah um so that does become a bit difficult especially sometimes because of course you fear for your parents like if they're yeah, not responding or whatever it is so I've gone over a bunch of times and just literally open the door and be like, great, you're alive. Awesome. Just wanted to make sure. And now I'm leaving you. Yeah. Um, my father is also maybe not the most technologically advanced human. And that's totally, totally fine. There is absolutely nothing wrong. Technology came after his time. And for whatever reason, it just really doesn't stick with him. So I have to help him a lot with just turning on the phone or sending a message or turning the volume on. He just gets a little confused. And dad, I know you're watching this. This is absolutely nothing to do with you. And we have spoken about this many, many times. So one of the things that happens is that he'll ask me for help. I will try and explain it. Mm -hmm. And because he's not doing it every day, he will therefore forget and then ask me again how to do it. Yeah, and that's something I experienced too with Your my mom. My mom. Right? Yeah. She, but she's really, I will say, she's really good about taking notes. And I think that's actually something your my mom and your dad have in common is they have a lot of notes um, where, they, Scotty's bowl. where they place them. Like where uh, Hank places Scotty's bowl yeah. is absolutely beyond me. <laughs> What you think are toys is very interesting. So I think the idea of having to set up boundaries with your parents as they get older is a big thing. Um, I certainly have sent, set up a lot of boundaries with my dad in regards to technology because sometimes maybe I'm not a great teacher for him because yeah. I get frustrated easily because I don't quite understand how it's not making sense to him. But I'm also coming at it as a 31 year old who grew up in technology. So I think that setting up clear boundaries with I am willing to do this, but I'm unwilling to do this. And I think you need to find somebody else because it's going to hurt both you and my relationship at the end of it. Um, so I think that's really important. It's something that we've definitely, um, it's taken us a long time to get here and it's not always perfect, but your parents took care of you for so long. Mm -hmm. And I think we are lucky enough to be able to take care of them. So it's a, a big mindset shift too, yeah. I think is, is a big thing because yeah. they are getting older and they're more frail or something will happen. And it's just, it, it is really hard to see them age and maybe age not so gracefully sometimes. Yeah, well, and that's, so that's kind of where I feel yeah. like I could chime in. Yeah, So please. over the last month, my father was actually in the hospital to make a... <laughs> Everything is a toy to this dog. You are to make, a monster. Uh, to make 
a short, long short of it. Uh, he ended up having an, an uh, he had a burst aneurysm, which is what sent him to the hospital. And then upon uh, them discovering that, they discovered he had two other large lesions. Uh, he ended up suffering, uh, I believe, a mini stroke from the result of the aneurysm burst. And so over the last month, it was a hardship because I, my father has never been in great health. Mm. And um, my mom really, I, I, our family is not known for the like health that they take care of themselves. Uh, my grandfather makes a sport of going to the doctors. Listen, and like, grandpa has some yeah. great ideas about health. I talked yeah. to him in the hospital when I was oh when I was there with you guys. He was fabulous. Fabulous. But he's also ninety two, full head of hair. I mean, he's the, drinking vegetable water. Everyone, that's his. That's the that, key. That's the key. He tells me, right? He boils his vegetables in the water, and instead of getting ready that water. Grandpa's yeah. grandpa's drinking it. Oh yeah. And listen, he just went to Italy, so like yeah, that, that he comes back he, Monday. Yeah, like, my grandfather is. He's like, doing fine. So he's really drink vegetable water. This only... is the whole point of this whole conversation. <laughs> Thank you so drink much vegetable for... water. But that so like he's really the only one that does that, and so I think for me the it was frustrating because I begged my parents to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And they just don't. And and I think I'm always met with adversity for the same, I get the same thing told to me all the time. Well, we're just too old to change. And I, it kind of brings up the question, like how hard do you push if somebody doesn't want to take care of themselves? Like I love my parents and I can beg them only to a certain degree. But, but as we've learned in therapy, there's only, I mean, there's a certain line that I go up to and then anything beyond that is out of my control. So yeah. if they choose not to take care of themselves, that I can't do anything outside of just trying to encourage them. Yeah. So it's not my responsibility at the end of the day to take care of my parents. I do what I can. I do it because I want them to be around and I love them. Yeah. But they're their own autonomous being. Yeah, they're their they're, own human. They're they, an individual. They, they can make their own decisions, yeah. and if their decisions lead them to an early grave, God forbid, I, I can't hold any responsibility for that. And I think that's like, the hardest part about watching your parents age is especially when they're not taking care of themselves. It's yeah. one thing when they age naturally and you're like, no, oh, that's sad, but it's also, that's life. Yeah. And it's another thing when you watch them actually actively not take care of themselves and then make excuses when they're not. That's their really, really yeah. hard to, to watch and witness. Yeah. I mean, so when I was in grad school my first year, so I think it was 20, my dad was hit by a car as a pass as a um, as a pedestrian. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you not know that? No. Oh yeah. On Christmas Eve. It was terrible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was really bad. Uh, he went flying in the air apparently. Um, totally doesn't remember any of it. Um, wound up in the hospital. I got a phone call. I was with my boyfriend before my husband. We were just about to order like a giant thing of sushi and got a phone call from my brother and saying, hey, dad's in the hospital. We need you to come. Everybody came in, my, my brother from New York and then my brother who was in Lindbrook at the time, we all went to the hospital and seeing my dad in that state and it, like he had cracked his head open, so oh there's just a ton of blood. It was very upsetting. Mm -hmm. um, 
and I was on break from grad school. It was uh, my month-long, like, holiday break. Right. And so because I was the only one without a family and in school, I thought it was my job to email my teachers and ask them. I was supposed to go back the week after and ask them for an extension for my break. I was supposed to be in the show. I was like, listen, I totally understand if, if my part has to be given to somebody else, but I feel like it's my responsibility to be able to take him to his appointments and make sure everything was okay yeah, in the coming weeks. I've, I've, I've been there. And so my grandma was still alive, my dad's mom at the time. And I love her constantly, but I think about this fight that we had all the time because I handled him correctly. I was also very immature. Mm-hmm. So I was upset with the fact that daddy's accident came at a time that I was supposed to be hanging out with my boyfriend. I was like very upset, right? Because it, I was selfish and it was taking time away from me. Um, and so we were on our way to the hospital the next day and my grandma ended up calling and she was like, I need you to come pick me up. I wanna go to the hospital to see, you know, to see my son. And I was like, fine grandma, we already were on our way, but fine, we'll come back, we got you. We ended up getting into a huge argument in the car because she was very upset with the way that I handled it and what I said to her. And I didn't like what I said to her at all Mm -hmm. in the car. I was really mean. And I think back to that conversation a lot. Define mean though. The reason I Uh, wanna stir the pot here is because there's a misconceived notion that I think the elders in your family somehow deserve you dropping everything. everything to attend to them. Now it's a it's a big deal what happened to your dad, but you also have a life. I know. I know. like you can't just stop living because someone is going through a crisis. And this is something that like I had to really like. At a certain point, I was like, I'm gonna come visit him in the hospital. I'm gonna say I love you. I'm gonna spend maybe ten minutes. And I'm going to go and I'm going to live my life. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is this. I love my parents. I can't go in there and fix his aneurysm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like there was anything that I could do. And like what, he's sleeping half yeah. the time. He's resting. So it's like what am I, what am I really there to do other yeah. than stew in my thoughts? So that's why it's like I yeah. also want to maybe offer you in this moment a little bit of solace. Because I know that like especially when it comes to grandparents, woulda, coulda, shoulda. And I yeah. should have never said that. But I'd also like to think that there was a level of responsibility placed on your shoulders that was not yours to have in that moment. And I don't think that was maybe fair of your grandmother, rest her soul, to be like, you need to do this. Well, no, I don't actually, maybe ask. You know what I mean? It's like, don't tell me I have to do something. Because I, as the one that's here, I was the one that was always being told to handle things. And I'm like, Okay, but like also I have a life. But and I think that's interesting, right? Is that you and I are the ones that are nearby our parents, right? Yep. We both are both of our siblings. And we make that decision. Yeah. I, I don't want to ever get it twisted that like I make the decision at a certain point to be there for my parents. But you also have to I mean, I would have loved for someone to check in on my mental state mm. to be like, hey, how are you holding up with that and like not like my friends were always great about that but it was like family members yeah it's like you want to like ask if I'm okay and this time around it was a lot better like I had certain aunts that would check in with me and it wasn't about like how's your dad okay great but like 
how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was different this time around. And, and I also think that's because I was very straightforward about how I was feeling as well. Mm. I didn't hold things in. Yeah, so I think the, the whole point and why we wanted to have this conversation is because this is really difficult. And this mm -hmm. is going to be something that we, as millennials, um, and watching our parents age right now, are going to be something that we deal with for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And I agree with Stephanie that, like, we, it's not our one and only priority and mm -hmm. we do have to live our lives for, for us, but there also is that factor of making sure to take care of them if they need you and also setting up boundaries in this new relationship that you're now setting up where you're kind of acting as the parent and they are the child because yeah. otherwise it leads to resentment, it leads to arguments, it leads to, believe me, a lot of hate. Um, I think resentment's the best Yeah, word. resentment is, oh my God. Resentment I mean, just like anger. anger, so much anger. Yeah. Um, and it's just really difficult. So like, if you do have siblings, I would suggest to talk to your siblings yeah. and have a really honest conversation about like, what this is going to look like for the rest of, their life because yeah. if it's just on one person that seems very unfair it right, like right. unless that person makes the decision that I am going to be the only caretaker for these people but then then you're giving up so much of your identity and that is what's tied and that's what leads to the resentment and the yeah. anger so this is hard it's going to be something that of course gets harder yes as, as they age true um but I think giving yourself a little bit of, a little bit of like grace. Yeah, right? and like live your life. And if you feel like you don't have anyone to reach out to, I think it's a great time to plug that you can head over to our website, which is www.cyclechats.com. We have a store there. We have a whole bunch of fun things there. You can listen to all of our episodes. Um, but if you are looking to just reach out, maybe you have a question you want us to talk about on this show, or you have a question about this episode, or just you need a place to vent, we have a section that you can fill out and you can talk to us and we talk back. And if you don't want to go to the website, can't figure it out, you can just find us on Instagram and DM us. It is Cycle Chats, all lowercase, no space. I think that's it. Yeah. This is a good one. We we know this This is hard. Yeah. So for anybody out there that is dealing with the same thing, we see you. It, it sucks. Sometimes we're sending yeah. lots of love from our witch's goblets. Which she was pulling uh, very much a bachelor, where she was barely touching it. I was sucking it down, but that's just me. I don't want to get too loose. <laughs> we hope you sync up <gasps> with, with us, us next, next time. time. Bye. Did you imagine I spiked your drink? Oh, wow. It's like, I have something to say. I don't. Don't do that.